Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is January 12th. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy MPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let us know and uh, and put your camera on if you're a newcomer. Srinivas? Yeah, hi. Hi, Rahul. This is Srinivas. So I'm a newcomer. Srinivas. Go ahead, Srinivas. So currently I'm on H1B and mm-hmm. I'm working for Geico. So... I'm going to a new role, job role. Currently, I have Master Software Engineer title, which is a new title is Senior Engineer.net. Mm-hmm. So, same job, role, job roles and descriptions. Currently, my perm is in progress, not at approved. So, by changing this new job role will impact my perm. So, I need to restart the perm. Not if I'm the lawyer. Not if, not if uh, you're working for Microsoft, Google or something like that. Most of the lawyers would not recommend to file the perm again. Okay. Okay, because it's a gradual, natural improvement. You don't, you don't need to do it. But uh, I don't know if your lawyer. Wh- wh- what's your law firm's name? Uh, so I'm from well, law firm. I'm not sure. Like, so I'm talking to the internally, uh, the organization. Most support. of the lawyers don't require it. I would not okay. raise the topic there because you will unnecessarily poke them. Okay, if the law firm is yeah. bad law firm. Next person, please. Thank you. Hi. Uh, hi, sir. Uh, thank you for taking my query. So uh, my question is, I've come to India uh, last January, uh, I mean, the 2022 January for a health mm-hmm. treatment. Uh, and uh, as soon as I came in, I got my visa stamping done and I've resigned from the company to take care of my health. And now I'm mm-hmm. planning to go back uh, to the US. So. Will I face any kind of uh, uh, immigration issues? You said you got your visa stamping in January of 2021, right? Is that what you told me? January of, two, uh, I mean, when I came in January 2022, I got my visa stamping then till this year, August. Till this year, August, okay. I have a valid visa. But I've resigned but are you from the company. Oh, you resigned from the company. Yeah. So yeah. how do you plan to come into United States? You can't enter if you resign from the company. Do you have any other H-1B? Uh, no, can I mean should I should someone be sponsoring me? Is I mean of course you can't enter into United States on a H1B when you don't have any when you don't have any job you cannot enter into United States. If you have a job then you need to have a H1B. Just because you have a visa stamping you can't enter into this country. The but purpose I, for you to enter into the country is to do a job which you don't have it. That's right. But uh, how would I know whether they revoked or not? Can I see it online? It doesn't matter whether they revoked or not. You resigned. You told me that. Yes. So That's if you resigned, you can't come on. 
Okay, okay. You're saying someone has to sponsor me and then I can go back with that petition. I mean, uh, yes, approval. Right, right. And you don't have to go for stamping if you're going to come before August. You can say that I have a stamping with this company, which I'm not working, which I'm not going to work, but I will be working with this company B, which I have H1B approval. And you have to get an I-94 that's valid until the second company's H1B approval, okay? Okay, okay. But I can't see my revoked status, uh, revoked. Directly. How does it matter whether it's been revoked? You're not, you said you resigned. Right, but someone has to transfer that. Uh, I mean, on my I one forty, even if transfer, even if they have, even it's been revoked, they can transfer. Oh, is it? Okay, okay. Yeah, so they can transfer it. Okay, yeah. Okay. Then that answers my question. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Next Thank person, you. please. Satyam. Hello, Rahul sir. Um, so I applied for my wife's H four EAD standalone first time uh, last year in April. And just got the approval, and uh, in June I applied for her H4 plus uh, H4 EAD, and got that approval also in December. Uh, so I have two H4 EADs for her with the same end date. Will that cause a problem? Zero, zip, nothing at all. You're good. Oh, okay. Uh, one more question, sir. Uh, very quick. I have a H4 extend. Uh, H1B amendment in process. Can I travel out of the country in the meanwhile? I would recommend that you get the premium processing if the amendment is pending. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it's and, not uh, necessary, I, but it's a recommendation. Okay. And when I do the uh, H4 uh, EAD extension, which EAD can I use? Any of them? For the any copy, of any okay. of them. Right. Thank you. Okay. Ramya. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I have a valid H four visa. I never traveled to US before. I am in India presently. I have a valid H four visa stamped, and recently I got a H one B, which is under two twenty one G at Mumbai consulate. My husband is at uh, Nashville, USA. Can I travel with my kids with valid H four visa when two twenty one G is is in H one B? Is there any problem at port of entry? Why did you went for stamping when uh -huh. you were coming? You could have transferred the status here. Yes, yes, that's the that's the main fault I did. Actually, my H four is only there till September twenty twenty three. Since there is less time, I went to Mumbai. It's under two twenty one G. I don't know when it's bad. Bad, yeah. bad idea. I want to. Uh, yeah. I, I want to see if the H. I want to see why the two twenty one G has been issued. I want to it's, look uh, into the kind of company. I. It, uh, this is not the right time for it. You may want okay. to have a private consultation, and then okay. look into it because if there is anything fraud or anything like that, I don't want you to come on it. It's. It's something like outside consult. I don't want to uh, say that name. It's not outside consult. It's not from, not from my current employee. It's uh, some other consultancy. I paid some more amount. I'll say about that. Uh, and can it change speak, the employee? Don't, don't, no, 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 no. First, you need to have a consultation. Yeah, no, that's okay. okay. Can it change? But, the... but can you not speak in front of recorded line in front of all the people right now? Yeah, yeah, fine. What you're okay. speaking? Okay, okay. Because okay. paying money to a consultant is a crime. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. The, can I travel with valid H four or not? When H one B is under two twenty one. I need to. I need to look into the company and details, ma'am. 
the H1B company details. Next person, please. I, I don't understand how you guys end up into trouble with these fake consulting companies. It just is very mind boggling. You have an H4, just coming to the United States and have your husband apply for the I 140 that would have gotten an EAD. Next person, please. Nasir. Thank you. Hey, hi, uh, Rahul, good morning. Um, so I have a quick question. Um, like I work for the company here in US uh, and uh, recently during the COVID, we had an amendment, uh, basically the employment, employment change. So yesterday I came to know from my internal immigration team saying that, hey, you've been uh, in a work violation. I said, why? Uh, they said that, hey, the, the fragment hasn't submitted to work from home. And uh, there is only one work location where in Oregon, where you're not working. So you have to leave the country and re-enter. So I couldn't understand like, you know, why is suddenly this? Uh, so, uh, Wait, you know, work. Your, LC, your LCA is from Oregon. Correct. Where is your home? In Texas. You can't Dallas. just you can't just work in Texas when your LCA location is Oregon. No, basically, uh, my understanding was like we have given both work from home and Oregon. Uh, that internal audit they found that there is no work from home address has been updated by Fragoman. Well, go outside the country and come back. Okay, so that's only best option, Rahul, or is there any other? Like, can I go to Oregon? No. No okay. best, no other best option. Filing an amendment is a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous thing right now. They have given okay. you a very good option. Okay, okay, better to leave and. But how can this fix this problem, right? Leaving and coming back. Um, when you leave the country and come back, you erase the problem. It's like, okay. how do I say? It's it's a very technical language to say. But uh -huh. since I and that lawyer is agreeing on that, okay, it's like, you know, you do the same, you go to Huz or you go to Ganga <laughs> and you take a dip. Okay. okay? And this is all your sins are vanished. So vanished. not all your sins, but this particular sin can be vanished. Luckily okay. for you. Okay. All sins will okay. not be vanished. Okay. This and particular this is... sin will be vanished and once you come back, don't do the sin again, okay? Oh, no. Go to uh, uh, and work. Wait, okay. wait, listen to me. Go to Oregon and work and then file an amendment and then start working from home after sure. filing an amendment. Sure. Okay. Sure. It's so a much. complex, but trust me on it. You don't have uh -huh. to have a consultation. Trust me on it. By going outside the country, you will watch the same. Next person. Please. Okay. Thanks, Ravi. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. So uh, here is the thing. I got an RFE on uh, 485 actually. And Actually, for my wife, I got it. So in 2015, August 25th, if you have a pen, can you note it down? So there are a lot of long lists here. Yeah. Well, so well you can do 25th, one thing. Ravi, Ravi, I will give you yeah. a link where you can fill it out. I will look into that. That will be easier for me to make yeah. a notes. Uh, yeah. You have the link and give me one second, okay? Mm -hmm. I, I want you to type in here, I will look into the details, okay? I will give you yeah, a chance again. Sure. Uh, put Ravin back again yeah. later on for me. Yes, yes sir. Next person, please. Kamali. A anybody else also can fill this information, guys, so that I can, if you want to ask any question, you can fill this information, it'll be easier for me to answer though. 
Uh, and also after 11, uh, 12 o'clock, uh, that means after 30 minutes, I will answer some questions if you fill the information out, which I sent you. Go ahead, Kamini. Now you need to unmute yourself. Kamali, you have to unmute yourself. You have to unmute yourself, Kamali. We can't hear you, Kamali. Next person, please. Hari? Yeah, good afternoon, uh, Rahul Garu. Um, my question is, um, I am I did my EV2 to EV3 downgrade back in 2020, and then I, I got my combo card. I switched to a new job uh, with my new EAD. In fact, your firm helped me with I-485J. My question mm -hmm. is, uh, recently I got an update that my previous employer has revoked, put in a request to revoke my H1B, and I got an update in the USAIS online portal. Will that have any impact on my ongoing EB2, EB3? Because I'm not sure which, we also filed the tub. So I'm not sure whether I'm an EB2 or EB3. Uh, you know the... Yeah. Um, no, it will not have any negative impact, none whatsoever at all, even if they withdraw the I-140. And by the way, we have a separate Zoom call today uh, for the people whom we filed the 485J supplement. Uh, if okay. you give the email address though, I will send you, you need to attend those Zoom calls, not these public Zoom calls. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Okay. Uh, do you I can give the email address to uh, to the Zoom chat? I've sent it now. Um, I don't have the invite for that. Okay. Send it to test. I don't know where you send the email address. Send it to this one. Yeah. I will okay. give you a separate Zoom call that's only for our clients. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. You don't have to come to the public and then wait for your turn and waste your time. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Vaibhav. Hey, good morning, Rahul. Um, so I'm going through my green card process right right now for the first time. My perm has been approved in December, but uh, I got promoted in January 1st of this year from senior analyst to manager. So I was wondering if that would impact my perm process or what's what's the next steps? Not if I'm your lawyer, not if 90% of the lawyers are your lawyer. I don't know about the 10% lawyers. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah, and what's your company's name? Raymond James, uh, the lawyers would be Ogletree. Yeah, they should be fine. They are fine. Okay. Okay, okay. cool. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Matthew. Uh, hi. <clears throat> uh, hello, uh, Rahul, sir. My, uh, I'm, uh, my son is uh, in school and turning 21. Uh, my status is H1B and uh, um, my I-140 is approved. And uh, he is currently at... Um, um, H4 and uh, September 15 is his 21st birthday. So change of status, if I start right now, it will uh, be delayed uh, till uh, for an year. My expected uh, turnout would be um, from the uh, internet, it will only next year. Simply uh, after he turns 21, his F1 will be approved. Your question is what is going to happen once he turns 21 on H4? No, uh, if you, if it if uh, September before twenty before September fifteen, the uh, the course application is pending, and H uh, four to H one H four to uh, F one status will not be approved. Then I have yes. to submit a, a B one bridge, right? That's why that's no, the question. They change they, they they change the rule though. You no longer require B one bridge though anymore. USCIS has released information on that. Uh, so you don't have to do that. That was the previous law where we, okay. where, we, where we said that you require, you require uh, everything. I think so here is the, 
link there. I, I don't know whether I have that much time to send the link, but study that they, they do oh, not yeah. need to file a B1 visa, okay? B2 visa. All right. There's a, I have a, just one question, one more question. How do we protect this uh, I-140 uh, before he age out? Uh, because my I, uh, I'm waiting for my turn to come in. My priority date is January, June, June uh, 2020. So June 2020. June, 2020. June 2020. Oh, yeah. there's no way to save it. That's too far. I mean, to save okay. your son? No, no. I mean, very unlikely. Sometimes okay. what we tell people is to withdraw the I-140 and refile it again. But if it's 2020, I won't spend that much money on a lawyer. Okay. Okay. All I right. may be wrong, yeah. but I will not spend that money on a lawyer. Next person, please. Okay. okay. Thank you. That's mm -hmm. all I have. Thank you. Ravi, you have filled it. I'm waiting for you to fill it, Ravi. I put it in the Hi. chat, I guess. Uh, is it the No, not oh, chat. There is a link that we pray give it oh, to you. Oh, yeah. I just saw. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll fill it. Yeah. I'll Next, person. It in Next person, please. Hey, hey hi. Uh, I work uh, for the state of Tennessee and I'm a full timer. They're, they have filed my H1 and now they are uh, ready to initiate GC process. Uh, we have an in house attorney who is not familiar with the process at all like he has not done one so i'm planning to hire an attorney who does all yeah, the yeah, yeah, work. Yeah, 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 yeah. we used to we used to we used to we used to represent state of tenancy before we gave it up it's very bureaucratic to deal with them so you may find some young lawyers who know immigration to deal with it but we are we used to represent state of Tennessee. It is so bureaucratic to get anything done from them. So, so, so thing is, our attorney is ready to do all the things, but back end work, that's, he, he see, doesn't have that's, time. That's where it comes in. If Sachin Tendikal sends me and gives a earphone to me and tell me, Rahul, you play the cricket. <laughs> it's not going to work out, okay? Because, oh, he tells me, hit this way, hit that way, it doesn't work out. We tried, we did it. And we got so tired, we left it. And we used to do ourselves, and then we used to do ourselves as a representing state of Tennessee. We gave up. We don't want to deal with it. So I'm not telling that uh, if you want the green card, though, what my suggestion to you would be mm -hmm. to actually move out of the company. And it is to protect your H1B though. Okay. Okay. Okay, thank you. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, okay. You can try some young lawyers who have knowledge about it. Probably, I, I used to do it when that was almost like 25 years ago. Uh, but I, I, have, I have no patience to deal with those organizations right now or law funders. Okay, can do you, you have any me? reference? Uh, like uh, I can hire for the whole process? Okay. She used to be young lawyer, but I don't know whether she's still young lawyer or not. Knowledgeable young lawyer, but I don't know if she comes under that. But you can try this lady. I'm going to give you a link for her. Okay. Um, sure. Sorry, there is an iPhone that came in. Uh, can you unmute Ravi? Yes, sir. Hi, Rahul. I, I put it in the, uh, that link. The okay, second. 
primary applicant, okay, H one B file with them is bearing this is little subsequent lender issued issued a denial notice. Uh, I have an approved I one fourteen. Why did they issue a denial notice? For my uh, education evaluation. So uh, after nine years, they they had some doubts. So they on twenty sixteen they asked for the education evaluation again on the grounds of education. And what happened with that? Also, oh, so the petition uh, was, uh, was approved and it's valid. Okay, it's uh, subsequently it's been approved. So now for the GC, there is another request. What they were asking is the RFE is submit any documents for extension of stay or change between August 25, 2015. Okay, August 25, yes. 2015, okay. But did you left the uh, country after that? Yes, because uh, I, I have I-7 and 7B, so I need so to get what stamped. Is, so what is the gap period at that point of time without an I-94? Without an I-94, I got the approval in August uh, 31st, and uh, in November we went. August 31st, November. you got an approval. When did the previous I-94 expire? Okay. I am not sure. I don't have that information, I guess. Okay. No, before before you filed, the, before you got the approval, as you said, right? But before mm -hmm. that, when did, what status were you in? You were an H-1B, right? Yes, H-1B, yes. When did that H-1B expired? It expired in 2015, uh, 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 August 24th, 2015. So it expired in August 24th of 2015. And then you yes. left the country in November of 2000, uh, November 2015. Is that right? 16. November 2015. Yikes. That's okay. And, but, okay. Then was I the was petition all these you were received all this time. You were received from August 2015 to August 2016. Yes. Okay, that seems to be fine. If you have a receipt notice, your denial yeah. came in August of 2020, 2016. So 16. the only gap of unlawful yes. presence is between August 2016 to November of 2016. So that's only September, uh -huh. October, November, only three months. So what's the problem now? Yeah. So uh, they asked for the queries and we are submitting. So is it legitimate uh, that to stay these three months? That was my question, actually. It's not It's not legitimate to stay. You were unlawfully present in this country for those three months. But that yeah. should matter because your unlawful presence was only three months, not 180 days. So you should be in a good shape. That's good. Another question, uh, Rahul. So I'm, I'm, I'm having my uh, GCEAD coming to an end in... Uh, uh, July 2023. 20, uh, so let's say that if I'm good, apply and if I have 540 rule comes in picture and if my mm -hmm. license gets expired because I got the license till June 2023. So how to get extended that uh, license? I don't know. Each state has a different rule. Oh, okay. Every state has a different rule. Okay. So I'm from Chicago, Illinois. So I, I, yeah. I, every state has a different rule. For example, Seattle, even if you're illegal, they'll give you an extension. Okay. Next person. Right. If not, use the Uber or maybe at the most you'll get a ticket. That's not a big deal. 
Next person, please. Bhuvan. Hi, Rahul. Good morning. Yes, Bhuvan, go ahead. Hey, um, uh, I came to India after six years as I lost my father. So I'm on H1B. Uh, I attended the H1B interview stamping um, uh, in Delhi consulate. Um, they gave me 221G administrative processing. They didn't ask for any documents, but uh, they said like they will reach out to me through email, but I haven't received any coming further communication from them. How do we I want to make, sue. Uh, you, can, you can file a writ of mandamus. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want you to. Uh, I want you to uh, watch this video and have a consultation with this lawyer, or just an email mm -hmm. with this lawyer who's there, and then you speak with him. And he will guide you how to file a court case. Okay. Okay. Sure. I mean, how is it when we do the manners? Like, uh, do we get to know the reason for the two twenty one G? I want you to watch the video. Oh, made a right. ten minutes, six minute video. Watch it. Okay. Next person, please. Arjun. Hi, Rahul Garu. Uh, I'm on H1B and it is valid till October 2023. And my wife's uh, H4 is expiring in the next 15 days. Um, and we have GCAD from October 2020 downgrade. Can my wife uh, use GCAD? I believe so from your videos, but my attorney is strongly rec recommending not to use and uh, Go for Why? H4 and H4 EAD. Um, Why? Um, uh, Fragoman and they're like, file H4 and H4 EAD. And I told them, uh, even if we apply now, we will not get uh, the approval in the next 15 days. And well, uh, she has to use it. Yeah, you, you have your H1B approved, is it right? Yes, I, I do. Okay. Well, you, you can file a H4 plus EAD. And uh, you can get, uh, you can go to Mexico and come back, okay, by extending okay. the H4. But I wouldn't do all those things if I were you. You know yeah, what? Because we I, have wear, I, yeah, I, I wear, yeah, I wear your wife. I was <laughs> that person. And I was an immigration lawyer on the AOSEAD. In fact, I attended so many 485 interviews, I did not even have a green card. The first time that I went, and I was not so he's also telling the first time that first point yeah. I went in, he was, you know, I was shivering more than that guy. And I asked him, Rahul, when did you get the green card? I said, I did not want to. So tell he's him also, that I, yeah, yeah. That he's also telling us that uh, we cannot file uh, EAD after using GCAD for I 9 and uh, he's strongly recommending before the I 9 expiry, which is in 15 days, to use. Uh, uh, to apply for H4 and then she can use GCAD. That's what he's recommending. I didn't get the point. Uh, so we, we, once we use GCAD for I-9 and employment purposes, he's telling that uh, she has to, one, if she has to get, get back on H status, she has to go for a consular processing. Then only she will be able to get you back on the H status. H4 status, you mean to say? Yes. Yeah, so what? Why do you need that? Maybe they are right. Why do you need H4? Well, that's up to you guys, you know, whatever you want to decide. If you want to use the H4, you can still do it by extending the by 540 day rule, but I would not. It's up to you. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Okay. Uh, this will be the last person, but if you have any questions, guys, try to fill this form out 
and we will try to answer your questions as much as possible. I'll give you the form again, uh, and I will try to answer the questions to you guys. Hi, Rahul Garu. Uh, I have uh, EAD. Uh, I applied for EB3 and then upgraded to EB2 with the supplement J. I have EAD now. Uh, I'm planning to, I'm currently working with a client A uh, as a contractor with my current employer. I'm planning to resign there and float an LLC with my on my wife's name and come on the EAD part. Okay, and then sign a direct contract with my client. Okay, uh, what are the risks that I'm gonna have with this approach? Uh, how much is the salary difference will you make percentage wise if you do that? More than 35%. Can you not find a third company that can cut a little bit lesser for you? Okay, I can try that. You can try that. That's better though. The reason is that if you go with your wife's company though, mm -hmm. it will always create a lot of doubts. It is going to increase the legal fees. When I say increase the legal fees, doesn't mean that it's a good thing though. For example, for EAD and AP, you know how much we charge? $150. Why? Mm -hmm. Because it's a dead easy thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if there is a complex RFP on the genuinity of the job and all those things, which there is a chance for it, we charge a lot of money. Charging a lot of money doesn't mean that you're in a good place. I will try to avoid it only if I'm being forced. I'm going to do what you told me that you intend to do. Okay. So it's not a great idea to do it. It's only if you don't have alternatives, I will do that. Are there situations where we went for the interview and successfully argued every case with you? But remember, we had to go there personally to explain the officer. There was a, then the officer gets confused and, and they will have uh, to go to the supervisor. My priority date is uh, 1st December 2014. It's already three years back or two years backward, right? So when it comes closer, can I just uh, move on to a different and then work it out? That's, that's not a bad idea. Will I mean legally? That's not a bad idea, right? You, you, yeah, yeah. Farm a company, have your wife company do it, and uh, and then work on it, and then switch the switch the company later on. That's fine. That's fine with me. Yeah, I mean, whenever it's getting closer, I have my friends' company. either you have an interview or you have RFE at that time. You can switch at that time. That's a great idea. I did not get okay. that idea. You're a smart guy. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Okay. It's all about from your video, sir. Okay. So, uh, okay. quick question on the on the continuation on that. So, from the uh, extension of the EAD and AP, will not have any issues, right? Absolutely not. Because my EAD is expiring on twenty twenty four. That is that is no questions are asked on it, Sudhakar. Okay. Okay. Let me go with the questions that I have. 221G issued to parent GC interview and move AD. They are asking US trans, tax transcript in date of birth of the daughter in notarized English translation. Question of DOB submitted initially old in Hindi was self-translated. Now they're asking again, asking you to drop original drop. Well, give it to them. E even if it's the translation should be certified translation. They should be notarized copy of the translation. Uh, I will give you the one of the 
translation services uh, that we use, you can use them. Give me one minute. I will try to give that uh, translation. This is for uh, the parents' uh, GC221G. Give it to them. That's easier. I will try to give the translation services, guys. Give me one second. Oh, it's a translation certificate. Yeah, this is called Rush Translate. They're going to charge you like 50 bucks or so. Use them. And they're going to give you a notarized copy of it. You need to take that notarization too. Okay? And they're very good. Uh, we like them. Uh, $50 or something. I think so. It's only $25, something like that. And they give a notarized copy for $25, guys. Use that one. Okay, Ravindranath Harshad. My first poem has been approved. I got promoted to senior manager. You're fine. You don't need to do anything. You should be fine. If I'm your lawyer, 90% of the good lawyers will be agreeing with me. Uh, Ramya Bala, steps for the green card. Yeah, I can give you a link for it. When you say green card, ma'am, Ramya, there are many different ways of green card though. Um, so you need to understand, I'm going to give you only the permanent residencies, how the process is going to go happen. I'm going to give you the details to you. I'm going to give you a link to you. You can uh, go there. And that is how the green card process, labor, I-140, EB-1, additional status, how does it work out? It's all listed there, Ramya. Priority date is 2014. Supplement J filed in 2020, June. To, I traveled AP outside currently with my current employer working on client A. I want to resign from my current employer. I'm working with client now, plan to resign from, and start LLC and wife's name. Yeah, I think so. I already discussed with this gentleman. Yeah, it's up to you, Miss um, uh, Gunjan, whether or not you want to wait or you want to apply for the waiver because uh, there are weaknesses in your application. You spend all the money and whether you're going to get the reward or not. Um, that's very tough because it's a B2, um, it's a B2 visa you are in. Uh, you can apply or wait it out. That's up to you though. Um, because even if you apply for the waiver, the waiver is only applicable for that particular visa that you are applying. And later on, if you want to change the visa status, that's going to create a problem for you though. So if I were you, I would wait it out rather than spend money. Uh, one thing, uh, this particular gentleman, Joshi Matthew, he should delay the graduation until the F1 is approved. The reason is that if he graduates though, then the F1 will be denied and he won't get the OPT. But if you want to understand chicken and egg, how, uh, which, one is, which one we have to take it, you may want to have a consultation with the lawyer. As far as him, going to filing a B1, he doesn't need to, but if he's graduating before he gets F1 approval, no. Then you need to consult a lawyer. Amar is asking question, how, how soon can he apply for the EAD and AP? You can apply EAD and AP uh, six months in advance, not before that. Uh, Kamali, uh, I'm an H4 EAD valid until uh, June, 2024. I got I-140 approved in 2000, if my husband changes his employer, can he continue extending I-140 with the old employer? Yeah, he can use the old employer. I, I think so. Can he use the old employer's I-140 to extend the H-1B? Yes, 
He can use the old employer side 140 to extend the uh, H1B, extend the H4 EAD. And with the current employer, he doesn't need to have the, he doesn't need to have the I-140. Uh, while staying outside USA for four months in one trip after getting a GC cause any issue. No, no Ravi, it will not cause any problem, none whatsoever at all for you. If it is more than six months, I would definitely consult a lawyer. If it's less than six months, you're good. And that is, you said you got the green card. Thank you guys. The next Zoom call will be tomorrow at 3.30. Sorry, we couldn't answer all the people. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.